Morning, good morning. Welcome to the show. I uh, hope everybody uh, had a great, great week. And here we are back again. It's Sunday morning. And uh, look, um, something big happened last week. And I thought we ought to talk about it a little bit. We had this young lady on the show not long ago. And, you know, when she was on the show last time, we talked more about her because she's such a tremendous treasure to our community. And we talked a lot about. Uh, Brenda Williams and her being the CEO of the Tallahassee uh, Leon County Housing Authority. Uh, we talked about prior to being here, she was served as chief of staff for uh, New Orleans Housing Authority, uh, transitional administrator for uh, the Camden, New Jersey Ho- Housing Authority, and executive director for the St. Louis Housing Authority. I mean, just, uh, you know, listen, there's nobody who knows more been more places and she ended up here in leon county and in tallahassee and we're really really lucky to have her but this past week y'all you uh something big happened you may remember that last time she was on we talked about tallahassee housing authorities columbus gardens housing complex that was under construction you've been seeing a lot of social media on it uh pretty much as it's been developing i mean she's been like on it in showing you this 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 complex from pretty much dirt to <laughs> to uh completion <laughs> and now we're at i guess well she'll tell us how far complete but but we're proud because this last week she moved some people in so so we thought we ought to you know first of all congratulate her for that because that's huge um, but second of all, have a back on the show so that we can talk about these first tenants. And uh, well, anyway, that, that that aside, Brenda, you're here. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, thank you. And congratulations. So as I just said for the listeners, uh, Complex is now open. It's welcoming its first tenants. Tell us what you're most proud about after so much work went into building this fantastic affordable housing community. Well, you know, I I guess I'm most proud about how it looks. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I That's never fair. I never dreamed <laughs> I never dreamed it would look as beautiful as it does. But it's a beautiful property. Um, recently uh, completed construction uh, on the first phase, uh, which consists of 130 apartments. Um, and um, we started to uh, contact our former residents um, to let them know and to welcome them back. And um, out of the 200 uh, residents that uh, uh, relocated from the site, uh, 53 of them of the families have decided that they want to return. Wow. Wow. So now, did you expect that? Did you? Did you? No. Okay. What did you expect? <laughs> Well, I expected maybe 
10% of them would want to come back because there's so many reasons, you know, out there that they, you know, may decide to stay where they are. But um, normally only about 10% of the residents uh, return to a project of this type. But I believe because the project uh, looks like it, it looks and, you know, with all of the amenities that, that are offered, um, you know, our residents decided that, you know, they want to return. So uh, this week, um, we, so far, you know, we've relocated two families back to the site. And um, we're going to be moving in uh, families uh, on a daily basis until we get the, uh, get them all back in. Um, wow. We, wow. Have a hundred, we have 130 apartments in the, in the first phase, so we're, we're renting those um, as well. And anyone that's interested uh, in renting an apartment at that site can, may do so uh, by visiting the, uh, the management office uh, at 2712 Country Club Drive. They're taking applications. Wow. And, 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 and we'll, we'll do that address again, y'all. Don't, don't, don't try to stop on the side of the road real fast and get an accident. <laughs> Just chill. We'll, we'll say that again. Um, but why wouldn't they, right? I mean, listen, you mentioned amenities, but let's talk about them. You got a pool, you got a fitness center, playground, y'all, for the, the family, the kids, on-site laundry, uh, business center, grilling area. And when we say on-site laundry, let me back up. That's in the – is that – a separate laundry room or yeah, there there is a, there's a laundry there's a, both there's okay. a laundry facility on site and there's also a wash and dry hookup inside each apartment now this grilling area is this like you know real grilling or is this going to be something that yeah. you know this for big yeah. steaks or this for small sure. little pieces of beef <laughs> <laughs> well it's a beautiful grilling area it's, uh, just adjacent to the to the uh, infinity pool um and um it's it's ready for, for ready to entertain wow that's great you know one of the things i love um is that a big part of this redevelopment is the large number of apartments being added on now did you did you see uh demand in the community for a larger project than you had initially anticipated Absolutely. Uh, when we prepared our master plan for this property, uh, we looked at the uh, demand um, for affordable housing. And um, since this is a 29-acre site, uh, we were able to uh, demolish uh, 200 apartments. And the plan calls for the uh, new construction of 500 apartments. So we're going to be about 300 apartments uh, more than what was there the last time. Wow. Um, the, the first and the second phase uh, consist of 290 apartments. And then our next phase, uh, which we'll be, we'll, we intend to start uh, building hopefully soon, uh, is uh, the third phase will be 110 uh, senior apartments, uh, a senior facility which will go uh, there on site uh, adjacent to where the uh, first phase is located, and so those are, and then the, the and then four, the remaining, okay. the, and then the, the balance of the the five hundred would be built at the top of the hill on Bates and Country Club. Okay, now does that make up the four phases, or is there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow. Now let, let me ask you this, because you know we talked before about just the challenges in affordable housing. Period. Right in building 
affordable housing in general. Uh, did this redevelopment face many of those challenges? All of them. Wow. The biggest challenge is the demand um, and, you know, the, the, the application process um, is, is, is very, you know, somewhat complicated. Um, and, and, the, and the requirement that uh, we, you know, we must compete uh, statewide for funding. So, you know, that funding uh, and, and having to compete uh, statewide is a really big uh, challenge. And then the fact that, um, that, you know, the awards are given out uh, based on a lottery makes it even more challenging uh, for these type of projects. Tell us what that means, though. So, that, you know, the average person out there probably don't understand why, what that means for government involvement here, right? I mean, does this allow families to, in certain levels, to pay less in order to live better or, or what? What is the the crux of well, this type of programming? Well, the, the the units or the apartments are subsidized. They're subsidized uh, by utilizing uh, tax credits. So you know, each like the, the apartments that we're building, um, each one of those par- apartments will uh, generate um, city from the state. So those those the apartments are subsidized for the next uh, fifteen years. Okay, so 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 let's take a step back though. How 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 I mean because you know there there seems to be this cry for affordable and working housing. Seems to uh, you know every community across the country seems to need more. H- how important is it for people looking and even current owners or renters to have new affordable housing developments in Florida right now? Well, you know, I really don't think that the wages have kept up with what families need in order to, um, you know, to, to rent an apartment or even to buy a home. Uh, it's very expensive. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, a lot of families just simply can't afford to pay uh, that rent that's rec- that's being asked for on uh, you know market rate apartments or, or uh, homes. Wow. Um, people can't. People just can't afford. Um, and you know, the, and I think the wages um, that folks earn has a lot to do with it. But yeah. the demand is there. Yeah. Uh, the last time we opened our waiting list, uh, we had over nine thousand applicants. So the need is there. And that's just here, in, and that's just here in Leon County. Imagine what that's like in somewhere like Dade. Um, and, oh yeah. You know, so th- to talk more about that, I mean, the cost of living in Florida is one percent higher than the national average. Period. Housing is four percent higher than the national average, while utilities are one percent higher. Florida is uh, currently fifteen most expensive state to live in uh, in the United States of America. Uh, do you see? Any movements in Florida beyond that are making it easier for folks like you and what you do? No, I don't. I don't. Um, the need the need for affordable housing is 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 national, nationally needed in every city. Um, and uh, you know, people are struggling everywhere to try to meet the demand, and that's why it's so po- affordable housing is so popular. It's a popular topic. You know, everywhere, because you know it's it's the demand is there, and um, you know with the prices 
are going up every year for not only rental housing but uh, you know home purchases as well. Um, the, um, the the demand has not the need has not kept up with the demand. Wow, and I wonder, you know, you've been you spent over thirty years of your life helping people find homes. Um, I hear it in your voice, and I, I certainly see it in your passion uh, when you are talking about what you do and you are setting the stage for the next way that you're going to help families. Um, I know not long ago when you were breaking ground over there, you had uh, the state, the United States uh, HUD director here um, who was a, a, a small partner in what you're doing now. And you just would think with Florida being the third largest state in the country and our access to to D.C. that we'd be on the, you know, forefront, definitely at the table with the best ideas to help mitigate this. Um, when you think back to your start 30 years ago, are we dealing with different problems in affordable housing now? Or are we still dealing with the same problems from 30 years ago? Um, we're, we're still dealing with the, the same problems as, 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 you know, we were dealing with 30 years ago. The need has always been there for affordable housing. And I just don't know how we'll be, ever be able to, you know, to meet the need uh, to where there isn't a demand. Um, as long as folks, um, you know, are, are, are earning, uh, you know, what they're earning and, um, not being able to keep up with uh, the prices for rent and and purchasing homes, I think it's always going to be this way. Um, the thing about Florida is that um, you know over the past two a couple of years, two to three years, the the state legislature has uh, you know they they focused more on affordable housing and they've taken an interest in uh, increasing. Um, you know, funding toward more affordable homes or, or affordable uh, rent. And as long as they keep their eye on, uh, you know, and, you know, as long as they keep funding and keep increasing the funding uh, to build affordable housing, um, I think we'll be, you know, better off. Um, for years, uh, they raided the, uh, the affordable housing trust funds for the state, and you know we, the funds were limited. But I can say now that that has changed over the last couple of years. Where, where is the, I guess in the process, right? Like, like, how well are nonprofits now um, doing with um, adding or, or playing in the affordable housing game? I mean, I know you got your your, your community development corporations in places, and you got other nonprofits that like to play in the housing um, and affordable housing game. But, you know, insurance in Florida is a is a big, big deal. And, you know, uh, nonprofits don't have the um, they don't have the sovereign immunity that governments have. Right. And and it just sort of drives their insurance rates up to the point that it, it, it strangles the uh, it makes it harder for nonprofits to play in this. Do you do you see loosening those? No. Do you see that as a as an option or not? I don't I don't see a lot of nonprofits um, getting involved in the affordable housing uh, okay. industry. You know, most of the developers are for profit. Um, 
you know, um, and and I think it's because there's there's so much money that has to be uh, spent up front. Um, you know, when you're when you're trying to build affordable housing, you have to have a bank. <laughs> I mean, you 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 have to have money. Yeah. And um and I and I believe that um you know the most of the developers are um you know they have funds to be able to upfront the the cost to uh, even begin to to plan to build affordable housing. So you're not going to see a lot of nonprofits with the money to do that. Yeah. Um, so I, most of the developers for profit. Sure. I saw um, when you posted about the opening, uh, and I know you had a, a little little ceremony the other day. I I saw you know folks like Daryl Jones and uh, Keith Bowers, and I saw some some of the you know some elected officials uh, in in some of the pictures there. Uh, tell me, tell me why, uh, why that interest from that just diverse group of politicians that don't, you know, may or may not have anything to do with making affordable housing better or easier, but they seem to be there. Uh, does, is that a good thing for you? I, I think it's a good thing because, um, affordable housing, you know, that's a hot topic, um, for every community. And, um, you know, the housing authority is, is you know, we have the, we've been fortunate to have uh, partners uh, like the city of Tallahassee and Leon County and the CRA um, that have stepped up uh, to, uh, you know, to provide the funding that's necessary to build uh, the housing. And, and, you know, and, and, and they, they call me all the time. They want to come over and see what it looks like. Um, they want to tour, they want to, they want to see where their money is going. (laughs) But, you know, we enjoy, uh, a a good relationship, uh, with, with, with our financial partners, uh, to be able to, you know, be successful as we have been. Yeah, I you know I I think they were there because they were proud of you as well and and saw this from inception um, to now and just you know well, you know they're, they're con- yeah go ahead no no go ahead well their constituents um, are are they know that their their constituents needs and that's one of the biggest needs in this city is affordable housing and I think they just want to come over and take a look and you know they've been happy with what they've seen and they know um, you know what, what can happen if they support financially support affordable housing this is what can happen so we will be we were happy to be able to show everybody that you know you can build affordable housing and it can be beautiful and um, and, 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 you know, this is how your money is being spent. And I think they've all been happy with what they've seen so far. Well, I absolutely love it. Tell us what's next for Tallahassee uh, uh, Housing Authority. You've got Columbus Gardens going. It's moving. What can we expect to see in the future? Well, um, once we uh, have secured funding for uh, Phase 3, the 110-unit um, senior facility, then... Uh, we have to look at Springfield Apartments over on Joe Lewis Street. Um, that's next. Um, those apartments on Joe Lewis Street are, they're 50 years old as well. And, um, you know, they have the same issues as what we had over on Orange Avenue 
uh, electric plumbing, everything is bad. Um, you know, the, the, the apartments are obsolete, uh, and uh, the infrastructure infrastructure is crumbling. The same same situation uh, that we had at Orange Avenue. So we have to look at Springfield next, and um, you know, plan to try to redevelop that property. Well, that'll be a big one. I've heard about that one for years. Um, so that another big piece of work that we we need to support you and count on you to lead us in the direction of, of, well, similar success that you are having with Columbus Gardens. Um, listeners, if you're just tuning in, you've missed a great conversation with uh, the CEO of Tallahassee Housing Authority, Brenda Williams. Uh, she just celebrated this last week the opening of, of Tallahassee Housing Authority's Columbus Gardens housing complex that we've been talking about for months. And she just moved in her first tenants. And so we... Uh, in this conversation, just sort of celebrating that milestone, that moment uh, for this area. And of course, Brenda, this show sort of just goes out to South Georgia, North Florida, all the way around up north of Gainesville, Jacksonville and Pensacola. A lot of communities in this listening um, in this air. Right. Uh, any message to to the leaders in those communities that might be be well might want to have similar success that you've had with Columbus Gardens any 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 message for them um, well I guess my message is other than that, hire um, you other than hire you because we're not <laughs> we're not we're not doing that we're not doing that <laughs> well I, I, I guess my message is you know what happened in this community can happen in yours as well um, oh, yeah yeah it can happen anywhere yeah um, it just it just takes persistence and um, like I said, dealing with the earlier, dealing with the challenges uh, that come with it. Yeah. But it can happen, and All their right. community is winning. Well, listen, thank you for being a friend of the show, coming back, give us and, and reporting on this. And listen, we'll wait. We'll wait to talk to you about the, 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 the next one because we know you got to keep going because the demand continues to be uh, one that we have to live with day in and day out, right? So uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Brenda Williams of Tallahassee Housing Authority, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, and listeners, okay. we'll, we'll talk to you soon because we're going to keep our eye out. <laughs> so listeners. Okay, and, and, and if I could just add, yeah. you know, anyone that's interested in uh, renting an apartment, they are affordable. They are based on your income. do have a few market rate as well, but uh, applications are being accepted on, on site at 27 12 Country Club Drive. There it is. You're so good because you remember we needed to repeat that and I didn't. And I had, so I told the story. Anyway, short Pittman point right after this. Stay with us. You're listening to the Sean Pittman Show. Hey, yo, yo, pop, yo, check out that situation right there, yo. Yeah, with some motions, man. Yo, honey, right there, yo. Yo, the fine Amazon, man. Yeah, yeah, she got it going on and on, like, you know what I'm saying? But she be trying to act like all of that, though, yo. So show us boss, man, what's up? Yo, big kid style. No question, big kids in full effect, yo, man. Yo, I'ma kick the Willie Bow with it, check it, yo. No question. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, hon? I got it going on, hey, yo, hon. I got it going on. What's the 411, huh? What's the 411, huh? I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Will I be pooping on this shit from last year? Jabot's hanging back, he Tommy Hilfiger top gear. Take no shorts, I'm doing lovely in all sports. Even swing the pole at the hole on my golf courts. Some say I'm fancy, cause I'm horny and nasty. If I see some rugged joints, then I won't let it pass me. I take no shorts, let suckers step up the seat. I'll flip the script and get harder than Jeopardy. 
I shot the sheriff and the motherfucking deputy. Test me. Check it. I'm not key sweat, but bet that that I can make it last. Skins turn their head so fast, they end up catching whiplash. If Hun's a monster, I'm Kyle Lewis on the meter dash. It's Grand Pooba, baby, and I'm getting crazy cash. What's the 411? Let me know, hun. What's the 411? What's the 411, hun? What's the 411, hun? I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hun? What's the 411, I said, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Yeah, what makes you different than the next senior last week and you couldn't even speak? You try to play like Mr. All of That, but now you want to come to me with some chit-chat? I don't have no time for no wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. Gas me up, get me drunk, and hit the skins and scram. The same old shit pulled last week on Pam. I'm not having that. No, I'm not having that. You gotta do a lot more, and that's just how it be. I'm Mary Bodge, and you just ain't running up in me. I need a man who's looking out with some security. So come correct with some respect, and then we will see. So if you're with it, then drop the seven digits, and I might just give you a call. If you ain't with it, then don't waste your time at all. So what's the 411, huh? Honey was talking a little shut, man. Yo, so what's up? Push up, man. I'm going to catch up with it in a minute right now and see what she talking about. So set it straight, man. All right, yo, I'll get back with you later, G. Chill. All my love is all I have. And Grandpa is very special. All my life I look for you. And today your dream comes true. You need me and I need you. Grandpa is very special. Things you seem to do divide. This is how the two combine. I know our love was meant to be. Mary Blige is something kind of special. Love is life and life. It's time for Pittman's Point on 96.1 Jams. Welcome back to the show and happy, happy Black History Month, y'all. It is, well, we're in February and uh, we're back at it. We're back at Black History Month. And y'all know I like to say that Black history in America is American history. And so uh, now being that, I, I thought the first Pitma point uh, of February ought to be related to Black History Month. Um, and I wanted to talk about an icon, y'all, civil rights icon, Dr. Robert B. Haling. For those who don't know the name, Dr. Haling graduated from Florida A&M University. Uh, and after FAMU received his medical degree from Meharry Medical College to begin his career as a dentist. Even with his extensive professional and academic successes, the thing I love most about him, y'all, uh, was his willingness to give the extra effort. As a black dentist in St. Augustine, Dr. Halen was a victim of segregation and all the ugliness that came with it. In response to everything he went through, Haling organized a series of civil rights protests from 1963 to 1964. Uh, this series, y'all, uh, of protests are now known as the St. Augustine Movement. During his movement, Haling worked closely with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, with the shared goal of desegregating St. Augustine. The battle was hard, and it took many people to get it done, but it was well worth it. The protests he organized and led were key in the passing of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which outlawed segregation in the U.S. Deservingly, y'all, Dr. Haling is known as the father of the St. Augustine movement. Even though he could have lived a uh, you know, low-profile life as a dentist, Dr. Haling went far past this. 
I'm proud to report that shortly before his passing, he was honored by being inducted into the Florida Civil Rights Hall of Fame. Uh, he was given his flowers before he left us. What an achievement for someone so deserving. So today's Pittman point is, let's all go the extra mile. Let's just work to go the extra mile, whether that be at work or in school or in a relationship or anything else in life. Let's try to imitate the civil rights leader, Robert Haling, by doing as much as possible to benefit others. Let's find a way, even when we think we have uh, given all we got, if there's still people on the other side that need help, let's go just a little bit further. We can all do that. This has been the Sean Pittman Show, and we'll see you in seven. This is the Sean Pittman Show on 96.1 Jams, Tallahassee's big station. We got this.